Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. Have you been dying to see us live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. Jackie, we're not at the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am grinning like a possum, eating a sweet tater. Because we'll have all your favorite LPN family out and performing live, including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Brighter Side, Fraudsters, Someplace Underneath, The Story Must Be Told, and more. Tickets available now. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. The last podcast network, Country Jamboree. Well, you know I don't play, baby, because I'm forged now. The forging of Archie Andrews is what this episode should have been called, but it's not, because we've got too many other things going on. Yes, forged by which fire he is, but that doesn't even happen until later on in the episode. Welcome to Riverdale Roundup. I loved this episode. Yeah. I several times screamed in happiness at the TV. Um, I was it was the morning time. Sun was out. Nothing more depressing than watching Riverdale when the sun is still up and shining in through your windows. It's different then. It's different. I don't know why it's more depressing. Because um, I have found that <laughs> my brain. It, <laughs> I I think it's much more depressing. But I think it's because. But it's also not like. I remember when I used to, at like one of the, my early apartments when I moved to New York, I used to like hear through the walls someone else watching Law and Order at like, you know, 11 in the morning when I was like trying to do work and stuff. And I remember always being jealous of them, like, oh, wow, you get to watch Law and Order like yeah. at 11 a.m. on like a Wednesday. But then whenever I do do that, it's like, it's because something's wrong, you know, like usually yeah. depression or like a hangover or something. <laughs> yes, most likely depression. <laughs> and so there's just something about, but also obviously everyone works on different schedules. And my, if you like to watch Law and Order at 11 a.m., it might not be that anything's wrong with you. But I know that for no. me, it usually means something is wrong with me. And there's something about watching Riverdale at 930 in the morning with a cup of coffee as opposed to like how I watched it for five years, which was like hammered. Yeah. 930 at night, hammered. like. There's just something about being like, well, 
I've dropped my children off. Time to start the work day of watching Riverdale. Woo. It's rough. But the good news is that at least I understand it. And and it's it has gone so far off the rails that if you try to watch Riverdale when you're tired, it's not going to work. No. You need your full. It's like reading Descartes or something like it's like reading <laughs> fucking philosophy. If no, it's ever, ever compared <laughs> Riverdale to Descartes. <laughs> in, in the way that you're like, OK, but you're going to yeah. need to sit down. You're going to need to like steal yourself. Think. You're going to need to make sure that you're paying attention. Don't. And also, yes, be able to be in control of your emotions enough to be like, to stop yourself from being like, this cat. Yes. Yes. Because you can't bring any logic to Riverdale. It does not exist. It's hard. Yeah. And right. You have to let go, but you also have to like really be in control. Like today I had to stop and start this episode so many times because I kept being like, I could probably like check my phone and then I would check my phone and I would look up and I would have missed. I'd be like, wait a minute. How is Jughead inside Betty's mind? You know, like, <laughs> or, or I mean, I know. That oh, you mean when he was minds, banging but, around inside of her mind? Yeah. Oh, how yeah, is he yeah, in yeah. that one? Alice's mind. And so you really have to pay attention because there's a lot going on. And I think that their strategy is just going to be just to, to bury us in plot twists until the show ends, which is apparently... Soon. It is. I mean, we got the word this morning that this is the second to last season of Riverdale. Don't worry, it's not the second to last be... episode. We've still got a no, whole we've got season. Two, yeah, we've got, yeah, we got a whole season. We've got two more episodes in this season, I think, if I've done my research correctly. Who knows? And that there is a whole other season left. But that means that they're going to be writing towards something. Now, do you think... Oh, my God, you're before right. Before we... It's like, are they going to stick the landing? Oh, my God, you're How right. Are they, like, what are they going to do? You're are right. They, is it, they're going to start like... Is it, Trying to raise the stakes. How do you raise the stakes? How do you raise them? When somebody is being forged in fire and it's not even the season finale. <laughs> it's not the season. This had such season finale energy, this episode. So much happened in it. And it ends in a beautiful, fantastic musical number that I have absolutely no notes and no criticism of. No. And I loved so much. I was screaming in happiness at the TV and I was like, surely that must be the season finale. Nope. Two more episodes left. I did. Dare say it might be the rendition of Toxic that Veronica sings at the end of this episode might be my favorite Riverdale musical number. Yeah, I think that's I think I can say that I I would say there's not another musical number that I can remember that has stood out to me as much as this for being that good. But also, again, I can't remember much of any Riverdale. It's just kind of like a layer of my brain now. No. But probably yeah. you could name the different musical numbers that they've done and they would come back to me and I would say none of them has been better than this. And they really earned it. You know, this was like a fine, it was like a good episode. I enjoyed it. But then they really did stick the landing with this one because they kept setting it up. Oh, Veronica says, I'm literally toxic. I'm literally toxic. And I thought they better they better <laughs> not say the word toxic this many times without having sexy Veronica dance on stage to toxic. And thankfully, Ooh. they did not disappoint. Oh, especially. Oh, my God. Sitting next to Jeff with goth Veronica on the screen. Mm. I was like, OK, keep it down, Tiger. <laughs> All right. Uh, because now she's goth because why she kills with her kiss so let's talk about these immunity problems immunity problems hashtag immunity problems hashtag immunity problems because i was about to say this was 
like almost an only Archie and Veronica episode, but it wasn't. Everyone had a lot going on this episode, so let's jump in. Let's start with Veronica. So remember last week, okay? All right, remember? When they took Kiss of the Spider-Woman from her. And now she killed Geraldo last episode. But she didn't take back Daddy's painting. So now she is forever poisonous. And Dr. Curdle Jr., which wearing a mask just in case, which I really appreciated. I felt a real a little bit of real life set life in uh a little bit watching Dr. Curdle Jr. with the mask. Which on. reminds me, why isn't Veronica wearing a mask? Veronica, why your fucking droplets are poison, bitch. Did you not just live through a pandemic or did it not happen right? in Riverdale? Because if your fucking saliva is poison, you know what would help? A mask. A mask, especially when you're like yelling in people's faces <laughs> if you are, because Dr. Girdle Jr. told Veronica, so not only is her are her lips poison, but her tears are poison and everything about her, like she cannot come into human contact with anyone. And she's pissed about that. And I love that it is such an actual, like kind of real sentiment brought in by Riverdale when she was like, man, the last person I kissed is my ex boyfriend and that sucks like before she killed Geraldo that is and don't worry that's not only just a fun little thing that totally rings true but it's also a setup for something fantastic that happens in the end of the episode oh it's a setup setup. (laughs) this is a great episode great episode because Reggie is now because he's with his uh, no I was about to say the good old boys oh the wise guys (laughs) aka the mobsters that he is now like on this team of as well as on the team of Percival because now Reggie's a bad guy again. We don't like Reggie anymore. And I guess we're supposed to be on the side of Veronica because Reggie is trying to... Jeff had many questions about, like, when did the casino go public about the buying of the casino? I was like, I don't know I know they, anything about it. They tried to make this. this, like, a succession episode in terms of, like, oh, there's going to be a hostile takeover. And I was like, Riverdale, stay in your lane. None, none of us yeah. understand any of those. And also, nobody cares. Like, yeah, nobody who cares. Who cares about the casino? We don't nobody know who these cares. people are. Like, you yeah, so the wise guys them, come whatever. in. And they're playing poker. And Veronica, like, just got the word from Dr. Curdle Jr. Like, and she was like, hey, I found out I'm really poisonous. But she didn't say that. But she's like, I think that we should, like, not have this shareholders meeting at the casino. And Reggie's like, too bad. We're going to shareholders meeting anyway. <laughs> But she's toxic, MJ. She's toxic, but she won't wear a mask and she will just vehemently yell in people's faces. <laughs> but she does wear a cloak now because she's different. Yeah, she wears like a little fucking net, widow's net over her face she that will do nothing net? about the droplets. I'm sorry to keep bringing up the aerosols. <laughs> if your droplets and your aerosols the are poison, put a fucking mask on. Put for a God's fucking sake. mask on, you selfish bitch. <laughs> She really is being very selfish in this. And so she finds out that she's like, so Dr. Colonel Jr. sets her up with an at-home dialysis kit because he thinks that the dialysis will help rid her body of all of her toxins. Now, that's that's privilege right there. You know, <laughs> uh, being able to have your own dialysis come and set up 
in your own that you can administer yourself. It doesn't impact she's her, just, her life, her health, her mobility at all. At all. She's just at like, all. okay, good. I'll just do my dialysis while I work. But it's not taking her toxins away. MJ, what is she going to do? Because she's just getting more and more toxic. You're right. They did say the word toxic a lot. <laughs> I should have realized what song. Because I was like, oh, it's going to be a spider song. What spider song I know, is I love it that be? you thought because it was now... going to be a spider song. <laughs> I thought toxic. <laughs> Spider song because now how is she going to try and learn how to control her powers it's by reading about spiders now spiders something something spiders she reads a book of, from Cheryl I kind of forgot about the spider yeah, part I, I just know, know that she's like it's she's just trying to essentially be able to control her oh it's because spiders can't poison themselves with their own Poison, And she also so she gets a bunch of other can't. poisonous plants from Cheryl. Yeah, and she eats a bunch of nightshade, and she eats a bunch of, like, other, and, like, uh, white oleander. She just she poisons gets a bunch, herself. She poisons herself to see if she can be poisoned, because she finds out she can't get hammered. Yes, so I was going to say, don't forget that she realizes that she can't be poisoned by any poisons because she goes out for, you know what, I did love this episode, because I know she's, she's feeling stressed, and she calls Veronica and is like, I want to go get a drink. Or Betty, and yeah. Betty, sorry. And Betty's like, yeah. And then Betty calls Archie, I think one of them calls Archie, and they're like, hey, do you want to come get a drink? And then they just like go get a drink. And I miss their friendship. I miss the four Me people too. being friends and hanging out. And they go to the White Worm and they do like 20 shots. <laughs> and it's great. And and Betty and Archie are like, although their depiction of being hammered is so bad. They just act like they're really tired, which is not the same thing. No. But they're like, Oh, Betty's like, oh, Veronica, I'm so hammered. I can't drink anymore. I'm totally sobered. I'm not slurring my words. I'm just kind of acting slightly <laughs> tired. And then Veronica's like, oh, my God, I don't feel the alcohol at all. And that's how yep. she discovered she's poison proof. Although I really was hoping and I guess I well, I mean, we're not there yet, but I was like, have a threesome. Have oh a my god! Like all, so, I was like, well, "You guys are gonna have a threesome, I was right?" Positive, it would end in a threesome. Like, yeah, I couldn't believe that it didn't. Yes, I can't. You know, leave it to Riverdale to set you up, and sometimes deliver. They set us up for toxic. They delivered toxic. Yes, they set us up for a threesome, and they did not deliver. They a threesome. did not deliver it. They delivered I really something don't. else that was satisfying, but it was not a threesome. Not as satisfying because then I thought in that scene that we were also going to get our threesome. Me but too. How could? We fucking did it. It was it was it was <laughs> such never has a show set up a threesome this hard. So wildly without yes, I was like delivering. thank you. Yes. Thank you, MJ. Because I was talking with Jeff about it and Jeff was like, I mean, I get that. He's like, but they're not gonna do that on Riverdale. I was like why wouldn't they do that in Riverdale? Yeah. What, like, what is it? Like, there's no shame in it. Yeah. Like, why not? If they're all consenting adults. What does it matter? I can't believe but there I hasn't been a threesome the already. Yeah, the puritanical viewpoints of um, television and censorship. But <laughs> that's fine. Because why is Veronica trying to be able to control herself? She knows she's just going to stay toxic for a while. But it's also because Percival is being Percival and controlling Reggie. And that really sucks. And now who also is Percival controlling in this episode? It is Archie because the bastard got a palladium ring so that he would always have palladium on him so that he could always use the kryptonite against Archie. And what a 
fuckhead he is. Yeah, this is real fuckhead material, right? Like, so the other thing about this episode that's important is that it's been, it's a, it's, there's an overarching comic book theme, which is fun, of course, because yeah. the Archie comics and it's like a comic-y style and a comic-y universe and Jughead is our like literary guide and so he's like, oh, I love comics and I love at one point Archie's like, I didn't know you were this into comics and I just like, I love self-aware Riverdale when they're like, we know that we just made this up and like, <laughs> this is not like Jughead's like extensive comic book collection has never existed and we're just gonna like say that it did and we're gonna pr- absolutely acknowledge that this is something we just made up now but like you know Jughead's like oh me and my comics and so it becomes this real Superman thing where it's like I've Jughead I mean Archie's got to figure out how to battle kryptonite and so he decides that he just needs to expose himself to it but like a fucking idiot he doesn't like learn anything about how to do that safely so he's just killing himself like just actively destroying his body and he's like oh why and everyone everyone is like it's the poison you're carrying around with you yeah it is the kryptonite it's the palladium yes and he's like oh but it's supposed to make me stronger it's like it's but it's not making you stronger and you should have looked into this and it make me maybe think of britney murphy with the paint um (laughs) but even though it wasn't the paint just the paint after watching that documentary but that's not what we're talking about right now we're talking about archie and we're talking about palladium and so he tries to wear it around his neck and then he goes to cheryl and cheryl makes him palladium soup so he's to try it man there's i love riverdale science it makes me think of early 90s movie science um where she's like i the irons in your body it's because like because essentially what's happening to archie is he's slowly like he's losing weight, he's losing muscle, he starts losing his hair. He's he starts like yeah, he's he's completely atrophying as a human being because he's drinking palladium soup trying to make it easier for him to fight Percival. Right. At first he just carries around a big chunk of palladium that's like destroying his skin and then he starts drinking this palladium soup from Cheryl and that's just making things worse and then right Cheryl realizes like well, you need if I if I forge you in fire, it will like give you the iron that your body needs and iron is stronger than it is like it's a whole science experiment situation where he can basically if he can survive being forged in fire by Cheryl, it will make him iron like which is stronger than palladium i think there's i don't I remember guess. there was like a I guess it is. detailed description of what it meant but it didn't make because any sense. yeah the palladium neutralized the other metals in his body yeah and so um now yes she uses her pyrokinesis to use her witch fire to be able to forge the his blood but also it's not just that but it's also like a latin spell yes yeah it's an a latin alchemy so he's reading the latin i was like listening to kj app i was like i would have loved to have watched him trying to learn the latin for this he's he's got almost no clothes on they're in a cave and he's reading latin there's candles everywhere of course candle budget always high in riverdale and then it just made me gave me like Doctor Strange vibes of Cheryl just standing there with her hands glowing red as she used her witch fire to 
Forge, Archie, and then Betty comes over later. He's like, look, Betty, look, I'm forged. I'm forged, <laughs> Betty. Just, it made me think of like when Betty just kept saying her, like she was fuging and like, I, it's because I was fuging. Don't you see? I was fuging. <laughs> now that I'm forged. And I'm also, forged. don't forget, before he gets forged, just in case he dies in the fire, he's like, can I have one last night with Betty? And Cheryl's like, of course. So they go have like a pre, like a like a super anemic pre-fire fuck. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't he be so tired? <laughs> like if he is dying, actively, like presently, rapidly dying, wouldn't it not be such a great fuck? Like, and also, if you're feeling that way, in it, their fuck session. Candles everywhere, but they're on the floor of the living room. It was like, go to the bed. <laughs> if I didn't feel good, I would want to have my last bang on the bed where I was comfortable rather than on the floor. Yeah, you know, I guess we admire Archie and Betty for like keeping it interesting. Huh. You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, they're keeping it hot over there. And oh, it gets hotter, but um, I want to hold on to that little nugget, the non-threesome nugget for a little bit later. So he's forged now. So this is the 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 overarching, like the bigger, this is the A plot of this. But the B plot of this episode was just as bafflingly beautiful. And I've got a lot of questions because if they are setting up Jughead to cheat on Tabitha. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Because I forgot that there right? was something else that was really spicy, spicy about this episode, which is that right? whilst Jughead and Betty, which we haven't talked about this plot part yet, but he is helping Betty discover her subconscious memories. Um, but the whole because time- remember last week, last week she was like, she's uncovering all this trauma that she had repressed. And so she's realizing that like oh shit, like up top, she's like, I think my dad was actually grooming me and I'd like to go back. She said, I want to go back into my memories, but I can't because they're repressed. So Jughead, can you go into my mind, bang around? They use the phrase bang around, I think twice, or if it just once, it really stuck in my head. <laughs> and to go through her brainscape like it is a comic book store and find an earlier edition memory so that he can go into it so that he can tell her what happened in the memory. Okay. Yeah. Are you following? Thank you for this is this is one of the parts where I rewinded it twice. I was like, at first I rewinded I rewinded because I looked at my phone and then I looked back a second later and I was like, I don't understand what? that. What? And I rewound it again, and I watched it. I was like, okay, I watched it again, but I still don't understand it. So I'm really glad that you explained it. Yes. I was like, I'm just going to chalk this up to something from Riverdale that doesn't make any sense. But, uh, right, so he is helping her. Also, speaking of phrases that they say more than once, th did Riverdale writers just hear the word groomed? Because we heard it last episode about, like, yes. uh, you know, the teacher Archie grooming the Archie. Teacher. And they said grooming so many times in this episode. And it's fine. Like, grooming is, like, a real thing and a real word. But I think I'm particularly sensitive to it right now because, like, there's all these, like, bigots right now using the word grooming to describe, like, uh, it's, like, being weaponized against, like, trans and queer people for being, like, oh, like, trans and queer educators are trying to, like, groom kids to be trans. Oh, ew. So it's just, like, be it's, like, the word is kind of, like, 
floating around in my mind for a different reason. And for some reason, Riverdale just keeps using the word grooming now. It's used it like five times in the last two weeks. And I'm like, yeah. shut up, Riverdale, stop. But but Betty is being groomed as a serial killer by her dad in these memories that yes. Jughead is helping her find. But what else is happening while Jughead is helping her? Jughead is remembering all these nice little moments they had together throughout their dating experience when they were young and Jughead is feeling super horny for Betty. He's feeling super horny for Betty because one of those memories that he just oops happened upon was them just like furiously banging up against a wall. And I was like, <laughs> Man, I remember that scene. And it's just a lot of these scenes where I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, I remember that one too. And um, he's remembering it. And for the last two episodes, Tabitha has been out of town so while he's doing all this, I'm like, this is scary. I wouldn't want my ex banging around in my head with my memories. No, thank you. And given the big exciting thing that happens at the end of this episode, you know, I just I don't know if we're ready to reveal it yet, but there's some potential cross paths of fucking that, that might happen. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece with nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Do you think we'll ever get the foursome? Remember the hot tub scene? <laughs> yes. I'll always think about that hot tub about scene. The hot tub scene. <laughs> See, this whole I was like, when can like, the four of them just all fuck already? Let me just, let me just, please. I would we love to see KJ so Appa many episodes and Cole Sprouse kiss. I would absolutely yeah. watch that tape. Yeah, no, I'd watch all the tapes. I'd watch all the tapes. <laughs> Any combination of tapes. Slap Cheryl in there, please. Yes. Even if Cheryl Cheryl's come. just 
just masturbating off in the corner. I'm down <laughs> with that. I'm completely fine with that. Well, like sending out her like sassy barbs while she does it. Yeah, oh, of course she is because she, there's a whole B plot with her too. Man, I'm glad that there was so much. In fact, I did want to give a shout out to Amanda who wrote in and I'll bring up your theory later on. But I love that Amanda had said, I kind of hate calling Betty Veronica Archie a Jughead the core four because Cheryl has been my number one draw to this show from day one. <laughs> Other than the one true daddy, a daddy to rule them all, FP Serpent Lovin' Jones. <laughs> and I appreciate it. Because <laughs> you're right. I love Cheryl so much. I'm so glad that she was like, that there they are including her in the main conversation more so than they have been in the past. So, um, yeah, Betty is trying to figure out. Turns out, yes, she was groomed. And also, her mother was actually more complicit in her father being a serial right. killer than she knew. And so then she starts going to Alice and being like, hey, mom, you knew dad was a serial killer and that he was grooming me. And she's like, no, no, no. So Jughead goes back into her brain tries to find out what happened between Hal and Alice Cooper that she was complicit to. And Betty, it wasn't in Betty's memory. She didn't know exactly what happened. So she brings Jughead to Alice Cooper's work mm -hmm. to, without her consent, go through her memories and find out what happened. Which that part was very weird. I was like, wait, wait, wait. You set up these rules of like, okay, we have to be in the room with candles. We have to hold hands for you to be able to jump into my mind. I know. But now what they're pres like what they're setting up is that Ar Archie is a jughead can just like find the repressed memories of anyone's mind. Right, within no like a matter minute and what? a half of talking to them because like yeah. Alice just gets so pissed and it's like, get out of get out of here. Get out. And Jughead's like, we're good. I got what I need. Go read Percival's mind then. Like go right. find out like what is like where it like what's Percival's background. Let's go find out more about him. Yeah, but for real. They are far too busy talking to Alice Cooper and um finding out that she knew that Hal was a serial killer or at least a killer because a cop showed up to the house when Betty was a kid and Hal killed the cop in the house and then they buried his corpse underneath the floorboards in the living room. Now, remember when Alice Cooper killed that person that was trying to go after Chick? Yes. And they wrapped him up yes. in the rug and yep. they put him in the tube. And then they in put him the in like forest. a little creek, right? Yes. And then they like, they, and then FP went and like, Oh, God, he's and so FP hot. was like, I don't like it, but I'll do it. But I'll do it. I'll get rid of the body for you. And he does. So this is not Alice's first rodeo at being a murderer, or at least being complicit in being a murderer. And um, I kind of loved it when they end up digging up the corpse. The corpse is still wearing the police outfit. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I feel like I didn't go back to look, but I was like, was that a different police outfit than he was wearing? Because it seems like one was a lot more costumey. Yeah, well, than it was the like he was wearing one. a Civil War 
like uniform. yes it was very weird <laughs> i was like what what year did this happen in um i'm just happy that hal cooper the actor um i i, I don't i don't remember his name that i'm happy that he is getting work and that he gets to be back in it even though he's dead he's having a great year he got to be in peacemaker peacemaker and back on riverdale yeah being way creepier than he ever even was on riverdale you know one of the one of the many sleight of hands of riverdale is to be like oh yes hal you were always such a creep he was totally not a creep until they decided for him to be a creep he was a totally normal oh yeah yes and but then in one of the repressed memories which it did make me think of every time i think about when um betty kills caramel (laughs) i killed caramel the cat i killed caramel but you know what betty's dad says caramel as well because after betty kills caramel (laughs) her father took her out for milkshakes and was like caramel was a sinner it was good that caramel died. I was like, whoa, like it was kind of fun though. It's like that's the over milkshakes. Yeah, they really You'd think you'd remember that. Really reaching for that, you know, the whole sinner. Let's connect the killing the cat to his he only killed yeah, sinners. Yeah, because he ran out of the, the cat house was a sinner because he ran away. <laughs> all right, Riverdale, we get it. You're tying your themes together. Yes, it all makes sense. Okay. At least they're doing that because usually they don't put that much effort into it. So it's kind of, you know. It's nice, you know. They 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 try. They're like, well, uh, the cat's a sinner. Fine, that's why. Oh, that's right. That's because, and it's because Alice Cooper. We find in a repressed memory as well. Alice Cooper has the serial killer yes. gene, or no? She has. I'm sorry. She has the M A O A gene mutation. Okay, but she also does. Yeah, that is. It the is the serial killer, killer gene. gene. There's some interesting recessive genetics going on where uh, Hal makes Alice get the genetic test, and then he's like, that means the kids could have it. And so, but, and so that splashes a bunch of cold water on Alice's hole for years being like, oh, I didn't know that he was a serial killer. I didn't know that you had a serial killer gene. And Betty's like, you helped him hide a body and you knew that you had the serial killer gene. And so you knew that I had it and you what? And she's like, I just thought that I could like the whole, I just wish that they would just call it depression instead of serial killer gene. Cause they're just like, you have always had a darkness inside darkness. you. It's like, I think Betty just had depression. Yes. And instead it's like, Oh yes, you were always a future serial killer. And so what did I do? I just tried to like make you, I just tried to exert my motherly control over you to make you perfect to, well, and balance yes. the serial killerness to balance it out to balance out her darkness and also I think the, you're right I think the word grooming was also <laughs> triggering other things in my brain because she just kept talking like she's like you knew you knew that he was doing it and then Alice was like victim blaming Betty it was like you were always his favorite you always like she he loved you best and doing all that kind of shit I was like God you're reminding me of my grandmother right now like, <laughs> this is this is emotional mental manipulation and right then now also uh alice is like um like alice is like well i helped him bury the body under the table because i wanted to like help protect my family i didn't want our family to fall apart and like listen i get it i would do anything for my children would like, you hide a corpse for <laughs> gideon though it's just like you you are not helping your Seems family like you don't your family by enough. burying a corpse under the floorboards and letting a serial killer continue to take care of your children. The way that you help your family is by getting them away from the serial killer living in your home. 
Alice. Also, the smell of the corpse rotting underneath the floorboards I of know. the dining room table. I don't know how they dealt with that. I know. Because that would be in the way a bit. I know. I know. But, um, so now we know. Alice Cooper also has a serial killer gene. So it does make a little bit more sense because she does a little bit willy-nilly with the murder. And I, um... It's it's natural for her. It's not her fault. She's a serial killer gene. But she knew. And she didn't tell Betty. <laughs> and this entire time, so everyone is going to Cheryl for help with all this stuff. Yeah, it, Cheryl's with, like, time to the shine. Immunity stuff. It's Cheryl's time to shine. She's also battling in this episode. She decides that she's going right. to reach out to Heather. Heather, who is him. now an actual character of the show stop trying to make heather happen riverdale she's not oh, gonna they happen. already have <laughs> it's already done it is already done and actually mj i'm very excited for it now yeah no you're right it's one of those riverdale things where it's just like you are just trying to make stakes here where the stakes are not there but then sometimes riverdale creates fake stakes and then it actually ends up paying off and for three yes. episodes now i've been like who is heather and then is heather? this episode it actually is kind of enjoyable because she keeps asking the magic eight ball if she should talk to heather and she asks nana rose and nana rose is like let her go and nana rose was being <laughs> bitchy nana rose was being straight up because she's like i found heather on the social medias and i have reached out to her because heather turns out is a librarian that works in greendale and who else is from greendale sabrina Spellman. So she's a librarian that works in Greendale. And so she reaches, she asks the Magic 8 Ball, should I call her? And the Magic 8 Ball's like, nah. And so she decides to email her instead. And then Nana Rose is like, did that young lady email you back? <laughs> Usually, if someone likes a person, they'll email them back immediately. I did He's love like, that. She's like, up, in Nana my Rose. experience, people answer emails pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> also, not in my experience. Yeah, I was going to say. Take, I, I take a while yeah. to respond to an email. Yeah. And I got things to do, Nana Rose. Sometimes you don't like, especially all I, like, uh, what I immediately said to Jeff was like, man, but sometimes when you get an email from someone out of the blue from your past, you just like, you need days to like unpack that. Like, if you think about it, Heather was banished from Cheryl's existence because they were in a like, like very not even a relationship they just kind of like had crushes on each other right so like that's got to be some fucking trauma that yeah. she had like had to endure and jeff paused it and was like are you really bringing the mental health aspect of riverdale you got so I'm to. Like, i have to think about these things this is my job to yes no things. it's true like and right and so this is i forgot so right because at first i was like so not to jump ahead but heather shows up and I was like, and she's like, oh, yeah. you, you called, I came. Yeah. And this is after, but but also Cheryl calls the library. I'm so glad she's a sexy librarian, by the way. Love she's a sexy librarian. Sexy librarian. And so she calls the library in Greendale and she, and, and the person answers the phone and says, Greendale Library, this is Heather speaking. And Cheryl gets cold feet and hangs up. Also, how great is that red lips phone that she was calling, <laughs> by the way? It's just like a pair of lips that like are a phone. And like my 1998 heart fluttered. Yeah, I like that little, uh, uh, you know, nod to millennials. But she, she, and then when Heather comes, she's like, you called and I came. And I was like, wait a minute. 
but she didn't say anything. So how do you know it was her? Are you magic? But I forgot that she did email. So yeah, she did. But also, um, she is magic. That's the thing. She is magic. She is magic. And I, uh, I don't ever watch the like next on Riverdale. I like to go into it blind, but uh, all the articles I've read uh, are saying that in the next on Riverdale, it shows that she is magic. Uh-huh. So they do think that it like that they're going to be bringing in the Sabrina Spellman, um, aspect of it as well right we don't know whether this bitch heather is from another show she doesn't appear to be from sabrina she, she doesn't, doesn't appear to be from katie Keen. but we're like no she's not she's presented we had to look it up she's a bitch jackie had to look it up she's but she's presented like, like she's somebody yes, we know exactly it's supposed to be like uh her whereas it's absolutely like a her like not like a her. her right exactly it's like oh her <laughs> uh it, and but i will say hot Hot. And I can't wait. Big sexy librarian vibes. And having like witchy, like witchy, sexy, like librarian slash. Because also, you know, technically Cheryl is a teacher of sorts. And um, <laughs> I am going to watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Very excited. I wonder how Nana's going to feel about um, all the fucking that's going to be happening in Thornhill. Maybe she'll be put back into her wheelchair hay-filled prison <laughs> that's up on one of the floors. <laughs> we'll see how good Nana Rose is going to be. Um, and I'm so... It was like the only... It was the only plotline even semi-grounded in reality and I loved it. I just love Cheryl so much. I want so much more of Cheryl. And I'm happy that she's maybe finally moving past Tony. I think it's time. I think it's time for her yes. to move past Tony. Yeah, Tony's got her all her own fucking bullshit yes. going on. Tony Get is... you yours, girl. Yes, I think that's right. Tony has moved on. I don't know whether things and Tony are going to last, but they do seem to love each other a lot. And I so guess. it is time for Cheryl to move on and Cheryl deserves love. Like, so she I think does. that that's, I think I, I, I did. I was at first, I was anti Heather because I was like, stop trying to make Heather happen. But now I'm pro Heather because Heather's tall and hot and bespectacled. Yes. Yes. And I think it'll be, I think it'll be worth it. Is it time? Can we finally talk about the end of this episode? We can. It's finally time. We can talk about the end. We can talk about toxic. We t- So also, this is leading up to this shareholders performance. <laughs> Again, why is there a burlesque <laughs> performance? At this sh- it's like, and also when, for when Veronica goes to Betty and Archie, I guess, b- both of them, or but whoever, she's like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm at going to this meeting. And Betty's like, oh, are you performing? And I thought, what a strange question. And Veronica's like, no, I'm not performing. I'm just speaking. And I'm like, yeah, because it's a shareholders meeting. And so Why they, would she be performing? <laughs> so they set up like, oh, yeah, but you're going to, but her big like plan is to go to the shareholders meeting and be like, I don't even, it's like, bitch, I'm poison and you can't take, Reggie, I'm not unhealthy. I'm so healthy. You can't take my company out from me. And so she- oh, that's right. They were trying to blackmail her because they saw the dialysis thing. And Reggie's like, and we're going to tell everybody that you're not healthy. So we're going to buy the company out from underneath you, which I'm like, that's got to be. What are you like? She's not the president of the United States. What are you talking about? I know. Like, what, it, even, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It really did have like. Uh, like Wouldn't Logan- that mean she would have 
more patience, like more like I, I why would that mean that the like that they would take it from under? I guess it's like Logan Roy succession vibes. What I've learned is that like you want to have confidence in your CEO or whatever. You don't want yeah. to think they're gonna die. I don't know. And so she I goes guess. and she makes her big sassy speech and she's like Fuck off, guys. I'm stronger than ever and I'm immune to poison. And Reggie. But how does she get so strong, MJ? Because she eats a lot of poison, doesn't she? She eats all those poison. Well, she plants. eats a lot of poison, but that's part of it is that she's like, I don't have the strength. Like, I'm not, like, I, I'm too, I don't have the same kind of control. I'm too upset. And then uh, it, yes, when they sit course. down for their almost threesome, right? Which it wasn't a threesome. It's so, oh God, they set it up so much for them to have a threesome because the whole thing is that what like you said before veronica has said like when she was upset because she's like the last person i kissed was my ex and that sucks but who is forged from witch fire that's now right. that's right this is the whole it's it's they set it up like dominoes and they she's like uh you know i'm feeling good now that i know that i've eaten all these plants and i'm poison proof um and even though i can't ever kiss anybody again at least i feel like i can keep my casino and i can just be like a goth bitch who's poison yeah and they're like archie and betty are like that's great we're so happy for you but did you know that archie is invincible now because he's been forged in fire and she's like great and then they both look at her with like we saw you across the bar and we like your look vibes and they're like hey do you want to do you want to kiss archie just for old time's sake so that the last person you kissed wasn't reggie but was instead your other ex and she's like yes Great. And they all just have huge smiles on their faces <laughs> and everyone's having a great time. Well, Archie and Veronica kiss. I Jeff stood up, paused it. And he's like, he's like, that's where he's like, Betty. Now he's like, I can't believe they're not going to make her the cock in this situation. Then it's like, at least like watch them. Fuck at least. Betty is so at happy. Least. And I'm, I'm glad that Betty's happy. I actually think it's really fun that Riverdale made the choice to have Betty be like, I'm not jealous at all. Archie, like, kiss my best friend to help her feel better. I think that's great. But, but like, at the same time, so Jughead, oh, yeah, and right, it's, first of all, they all should have fucked, but second of all, Jughead's over here wanting to fuck Betty, so what's going on yeah. with that? I don't know, dude. Like, I like is everything, but again, it. I feel like they're leaving us the breadcrumbs for a foursome, but I don't think that we're gonna get it. Yeah. I think that they're gonna leave us just Wet and alone, and you, Riverdale. Oh, but I, you know what? I'm so happy to be wet and alone from Riverdale again. Yeah, even just getting close to a threesome. I'm like, <gasps> it was, oh, and it was great. Riverdale. It was like wet alone, and just so happy for each other. Betty's just like, yeah, kiss her. Oh, I'm so. And <laughs> Betty said, and she I want. We want to give at you them while they kiss. She just stares at with a big smile on her face. It's happiest we've seen Betty in years. I know. And, She's like, Veronica, we want to give you your main character energy back, which was also very self-aware Riverdale. Like, yeah, you yes. know that you've been just fucking Veronica over this whole season, not giving her anything interesting to do. And yes. so, yes, give her her main character energy back. You're right. So it wasn't just that she, like, feels good now that she's discovered she can, like, eat other poisons and it won't hurt her. And even though she can't touch anyone, she's strong and this is her superpower now. But also, all she needed was one platonic kiss from Archie to be like... I feel great, and I'm going to go up, and after my speech to the shareholders, I'm also going to sing Toxic. Toxic. It, I thought that she did a great job with it. 
I thought the dancers, um, when they came together and uh, danced like they were one big spider, I thought that was a lot of fun. I love that they had the huge spider come down at the end of the performance. I thought that that was a lot. The whole performance was great. And also they were doing like a lot of very comic booky, like slide, like, like an image of like Jughead, like figuring, I don't remember what Jughead's doing, but then thinking, it's like, no, he's thinking about the fucking, he's like, thinking he's about the, the fuck fucking, memories. Yes. yes. And then it's like a sliding in of like, and it's, it's yes. so it's like a great like very very comic booky but also it's like sexy toxic Riverdale it's like the perfect it's like I love what Riverdale is like we're sexy we're dark but we're also really campy and comic booky and like it is a tough like mix and it is a difficult alchemy that they almost never get right but when they yes. do get it right it is so God, they get good it right. and they absolutely got it right in this finale they really did finale not finale yeah finale not finale but it it had the energy of the finale because like it really did like what a great ending it had this is a great episode it was it a really great it was just a genuinely i would ooh, rewatch the last 10 ooh, minutes of this Riverdale. episode <laughs> i would like yeah i would legit if you send me a clip of just the toxic oh my murder, god archie's dancing in it though oh can we God, just talk yes, we about for talk a about... second Archie's dancing in it as she's because doing they're this... at the shareholder meeting by the way everybody's at the shareholder still at the shareholder meeting. meeting all the the wise guys are there and as Veronica is doing her sexy dance Betty and Jug I kept waiting for it to be like oh is Betty gonna like look at Archie and be like jealous no it was just a no. drama free kiss so Betty and, Jug and Archie are standing there watching Veronica dance, happy as clams. They're all, I guess, like a little turned on because they just watched, you know, uh, Archie and Veronica kiss. They're all having a great, great time. And then in an absolute breach of Archie's character, we've never seen Archie dance like this. He just like looks at Veronica and does a little dance with her while she's dancing. And it is so great. It's so It has good. to be like, if you follow Kijiepa on TikTok, if you like it, his TikTok is amazing. His dances are amazing. Who he is as a person, all I can assume is that that was a kickback to everybody on set because he must have been dancing like that the entire time. Yeah. That they're like, we have to include a clip of this yes. and what he's doing. He is, it is absolutely so KJ Yappa who is dancing and not Archie. And not Archie, yes. And I like that. I loved it. It like even just the like the smile on his face is not Archie. Yeah. Archie doesn't smile like Archie that. doesn't smile like that. Archie's no. smiles are like pained and torturous and like saddened by the memory of Fred Andrews. Of his father. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> oh my god it's this was really it really was it was a great episode um it was overall just a great episode it had everything i want in it i don't know what's going to happen next episode but obviously percival's going to probably try and kill Veronica by drinking the poison and it's not going to kill her and then like the palladium he's gonna be like I've got you with the palladium he's like no you don't so I wonder if next episode is going to be the like well now we know that like we've bumped up Jughead's power because now he can enter into the memories of other people's brains yeah but I don't know what's gonna happen with Betty well, all of them have all of them spent this episode like honing their powers, except for Betty. Right, right, right. right but right. P Betty's honing her memories, so I guess that's yeah. part of it. So yeah, all of them. But that's that gives us something to, about what to expect because probably if there's two episodes left, question mark, uh, like it'll be they'll they'll be mastering their powers and then they'll have their penultimate or ultimate 
probably a penultimate followed by an ultimate battle with Percival. And right. what, are the devils, are the angels and devils coming back? Who knows? I guess. That's why I also love, Amanda had sent in this theory. What if Percival lights another candle and performs some stupid sorcery over the painting with the intent of making Veronica evil? This would be right on par with what you both have been begging for from Veronica's character the entire season. And if she's under a spell, that's the perfect out. No one would hold it against her if she, oh, I don't know, murdered some men as a spider woman uh, and like using her weapons like using her as a weapon which could definitely happen and i think that's that that's cool. i think that that's a really fun theory and thank you for sending that in um i also wanted to thank reina and harmony also for sending in their uh real life of how <laughs> harmony just said first of the e email i am dyslexic and was infuriated with their potential of dyslexia <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the I basic issue is that our brains see the uh see the first and last letter and then fills in the space in between but now harmony was talking about their the, like what they uh, go through with their dyslexia. And then Reina also, which I did not know, that you can, uh, uh, they have dyslexia with numbers. And so like long strings of numbers where it's like, it does get jumbled and it does move around and you have to really focus. Um, but obviously it's not like a magic eye it where look like it the pops world is out. It's not, yeah, it's not as trippy. It's not as, um, you know, Fear and loathing in Las Vegas, <laughs> as it was made out to be. But I also really appreciate you both for taking in the time to send in um, about what dyslexia yes. really is like, and I really appreciate that. Yes, thank you. That's the you know I love the, I love the listeners because I was like I'll I'll bet that if we ask for dyslexic listeners to weigh in, I'll bet we'll hear from them, and we did, and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate that because it is you know it's like I because we don't know, yeah, and I know obviously it's not magic. <laughs> and I also appreciate the fact that you guys didn't like rip us apart being like yeah of course it doesn't look like <laughs> yes, it's like we know it doesn't yeah, look like Riverdale that. didn't do a good job <laughs> big surprise I appreciate you guys for just answering honestly and not ripping us apart <laughs> thank you guys thank you for taking the time and thank you guys for joining us on uh, Riverdale Roundup today yeah. I had a great time discussing I this is this is these are the episodes that we live for yes that we deal with the other episodes they get us through get to these episodes yes they carry us through and i'm gonna be fucking listening to toxic for the rest of the day oh yeah baby and i will um i as far as we know there are two more episodes of this season so gear up let's see how much more plot they're going to jam in to the rest of this season i am here for let's it. see what happens first me finishing my master's program which has one year left or riverdale completing its Ooh. entire series with or maybe it'll come together and that'll be like the end of your um childhood <laughs> i graduated from my master's program and riverdale roundup at the same time at the same time and i hope <laughs> that that is what happens i love you guys so much thank you for joining us and we will see you next week bye bye this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.